Hello and welcome to How Much for a Sleeve, a podcast about tattooing, hosted by an actual tattooist. <laughs> and a knob, me. I've got a bit of a chest infection, so I'm real coffee. So what you'll hear is you'll hit you might hear the first few bars of a beatbox and then I'll go on mute. So uh sorry for everyone who <clears throat> has to hear that shit. So you're right, Lucy though? Yeah, you're right. Well, I'm bet I think I'm better than you. Oh, there's so now, many faces. I feel like this should be a visual one. It was the um, first one. Still, got, <laughs> still got a got a little tin of lager though, just to to wash Good. it down. I'm on the arse end of it. Do you know what I mean? You know, when, like I was fucked in the week, proper ill, couldn't move. Like my skin hurt. Oh. So I thought I had the COVID's done all the tests, but all of the tests that we had were just in a box in the under the sink. So I don't know if they're connected. Covered in bleach. Covered in all sorts. Like an aerial. They said they're still in date. (coughs) Yeah. Yes, we go. This is good audio. Well, gone on a quick meet. So I'll just take this opportunity to say that Mick looks very fetching. He's got enormous headphones on, and but he's pulled up his hood, um, (laughs) partially covering the headphones, one eyebrow, and highlighting the triple chin. Um, Can I just, I just want to say, so... Our pal um, Dr. Lodder yes. has started this podcast, which yeah. is well professional and excellent and skyrocketed. It just highlights how shy ours is. Oh, it's truly shit. Well done nah. for listening. His is class, though, isn't it? Beneath the yeah. Skin. He's awesome. Go yeah, check it out. Go check had it out. Had a little it review in The Guardian as well. Boom we don't get tings. that. No, We'd of course you in, fucking don't. We'd be in Hello Magazine or Just 17 or something. People closer maybe the daily mail those no the sun because it doesn't exist (laughs) wait is it the news of the world that doesn't exist news of the world doesn't exist anymore but we'd be in that on those um those tea break magazines that you get that you 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 won't believe what this take a break take a break exactly i'm married my brother and now our children have got 17 toes we've never we've never done that well i know i I don't think these podcast hosts done a sex and look at their offspring. (laughs) Corviday comes out and goes, oh, fucking hell. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) wait, we've spoken since I saw Corviday. Yeah. I had a Corviday lull, but I can't remember what it is now. It's a bad story. Never cough then. Uh, So, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm in, fuck it. I'm in the gutter, mate. Fucked. Should we have done a more respectful intro, seeing that as we've lost our queen in the last week? Uh, it's up to you, mate. Nah. Are you yeah. all right, though? I know you love the queen. I do love the queen. I've got the queen tattooed on me. I do love the queen. And it, yeah, feels I'm probably more sad about it than I might have been mm. a month ago. Given, but yeah. Yeah, that- but no, it is very sad, but. I feel like the mood of the nation has been like everyone's sat, well, majority of people are sad about it, but it feels like more of a celebration of her life now, do you find, than like general I, sadness? I wasn't, I'm not a royalist, don't care. I, I, I think I've said to you before that I have royal family ambivalence. If they carry on, couldn't give a fuck. If they stopped it now, I couldn't give a fuck. But uh, when she died, I felt weird and I really wasn't expecting it. When it was, 
when it on on Thursday of last week, whenever it was, when everyone was saying, like, "Oh, it looks like you know summer's happening," all the all the family are going there, everyone on the BBC's popped on a black tie. I was like, "Oh, we're we gonna get a day off. We're we gonna get a day off." Like, cause I don't care. And then when I said she died, started showing pictures. I was actually like, oh, "Fuck, that's weird." And my cat, uh, Optimus, just something somber was happened on the TV. Can't remember what it was. And he just walked walked in. He jumped on the couch and he knocked uh, a drink off as he jumped. And I looked at him and I was like, "Fucking have some!" Like almost told my cat off for not having respect for something that he can't even quantify in his brain. Do you know what I mean? That's our thing. Like, and that is like a little bit about <coughs> about respect. Like I can't be fucked if you if you love the queen or you hate the queen. I cannot fucking stand people telling people to be more sad or or to be less sad. Yeah. That's my fucking head in. Honestly, it pisses me off more. I think, and and I, I I can't get my head around it. How like, if you want to go and queue up for for six weeks to go and look at a coffin, you go and fucking do it. If it makes you feel better, I will. I'll drive you to the front of the queue. I'm not going to queue with you, but I'll drive you to the queue. <laughs> and you know, do, do you know what I mean? I people say like they should go and get their head examined, or they should go and go to the doctor because they want to go and do that thing. Blows yeah. my tits off. Get fucking fuck off, all of you. Yeah, I got really cross, like, looking through my Instagram and anybody that put up a, a a story saying, like, fuck off, glad she's dead or something like that, I was just, like, regardless of who it was, I just unfollowed, unfollowed. I don't want to see it. But, you know, if you're a royalist or not, or if you agree with it or disagree with it, it's still someone's fucking mother. And I yeah. am too raw with grief. Exactly. <laughs> I tolerated it. So if I've unfollowed you, I'm not sorry. Um, But that's why... <laughs> But there was also, you know, there was there was questions that we have and have had all the time about the royal family and what purpose yeah. they serve and did they do this, did they do that? What about tourism? What about you know the the money they bring in against the money they cost and all that shit? And fine, let's have those conversations, but you don't need to have them. It's not like it's not like fucking school shootings that yeah. happen every, every fucking twenty minutes in America, and everyone's like, oh no, we can't have this conversation now. Lover or hater, Lizzie, <coughs> she was doing that job for fucking seventy years. Yeah, let's have a couple. She... Let's have a couple of weeks at least, then we'll have a conversation about it. If um, you know what I mean. Yeah, she literally worked to the end, and I, I just she didn't ask for it. She'd never asked to be that in is that a, role, is a, and she a, fucking embraced it. A like... fair point. I've, I've never uh, something I've never really been asked about as well. So you can talk about the what. As a, as a fucking geezer, as you know, I am a geezer <laughs> a who, who, who who sits on his ass at home working on a computer. I know about hard work. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but there's an argument about like, oh, she oh, she works so hard. She works so hard. So if, if she does the same job for 70 years and does it up to age 96, can it actually be hard work? I can't understand how you, that's the thing you cross about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's the, that, but let's have an argument about how, how hard any of us work. Really, <laughs> how hard you how hard you work. What what do you do that's hard? Because a geezer came in we had a new back door fitted today. That oh, geezer that geezer worked fucking. He smashed hard. your back door in. <coughs> he took the old doors out. <laughs> <laughs> this is a mess. <laughs> I told you. I told you not to make me laugh. The thing that kicks me off is <laughs> laughing. So don't make me laugh. Please don't. But look he, at me he, 
that was hard graft. That was graft that he did. But I don't know. If, I don't know if he could if he could do that for seventy years. Maybe that's the point. I Maybe she doesn't work hard. Years. I don't know exactly. I don't think I could do this podcast with you for seventy years. Seventy fucking episodes, mate. <laughs> we're getting close. It's got to seeing... be done in soon, isn't it? I know. Oi, Lodder, get us some that Guardian flex, mate. Help us out. <laughs> we're seeing each other in real life next week. So. Yeah, that'd be nice. I've got this whole. I've got this whole new setup for my other podcast. So we're gonna. We might even bring that in. Hacking my guts up again. Should we call this in? I've, yeah. do, you, do you need to say anything else? Because I feel like I've just gone off on one about like, people being pricks. <laughs> want to say something? Do you want to say something nice? Um, Nick Ferris is well, nice, nice man. Yeah, he's nice. That's who we got on. Yeah, and you, uh, you had to go at him very well. You had to go at me very early on about being bald without realizing he had a fucking lid as well. So that was good. <laughs> for, any, for any bald fans, that was a me. low point in our podcast career, but. I feel like we bonded. It was yeah, it's like, good. He still speaks to me, so it's okay. It's good. It's okay. So yeah, sorry, this intro has been a bit shit. I've I'm sort of a little bit delirious with uh with like chest fever and um hacking my guts up. Uh, and also it's a bit shit. The Queen's dead. You got anything? Anything like actual important to say? Not that the Queen's dying isn't important. You know what I mean? Um, going cool. to the homeland, so I'm going to get some macaroni pies. <laughs> yeah, fucking macaroni pies. That's what everyone wants to. Hear. <laughs> there we go. End on a high. No, End sorry, this has End been a shit intro. But thanks for hanging in there. It's much better with Nick. Yeah, it, the episode's Not good. Mick. Well, funny. He's good. Cheers. Nice one, everyone. Uh, this is episode something. Can't even Willies. look because I've got. Who gives a fuck? Of how much was Steve Nick Ferris? Woo. Oh, I know we were meant to talk about okay. Martin Dobson. Oh fuck. <laughs> Good guy. Uh, Paul Martin heard us chatting about <laughs> chatting to Luke Ashley. So then he signed up to get a hexagon on his palm. And boy, did he regret that. So well done, yeah. Martin. Yeah, nice um, one, Martin. You're the bollocks. There's an excellent photo of him um screaming his lungs out. Weeping. While while, while, uh, yeah. while Luke. And if um while we're while we're um giving our our, our thoughts out to uh to 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 lost loved ones, uh Luke Ashley's back must also get a little mention because that is <laughs> that photo where he's practically doing a headstand tattooing oh, Martin. God, God, God rest his back soul. R.I.P. Luke Ashley's back. <laughs> Indeed. Sorry, this has been <laughs> shit. I'm not well. Sorry. We're all a bit sad. I'm sad, so no one really gives a fuck. No one really gives a I fuck. I mean, about the intro, neither no, of us. No. <laughs> Uh, take care everyone look after each other and we'll see you in, nice. in a couple of weeks be kind don't be a cunt cheers this is yeah episode whatever of how much for a sleeve with nick ferris wallop Winnie's. hi this is tess holiday and you are listening to how much for a sleeve and if i were you i would turn this shit off it's it's fucking trash this week we are joined by nick ferris hello you're my lovers <laughs> i'd love it if your voice is actually like that yeah, I um, I would as well. <laughs> I was hoping he'd continue. Yeah, see, I think, see how long he's on for. I haven't, I haven't got it in me now. Oh, can he do any other accents? No, awful. Um, <laughs> we'll just stick to that that one. That's it. That was it. That was yeah, it. West West Country Bumpkin, and we're fine. Yeah, them them couple of words, and uh, that's what you get. Awesome. Well, it's been fun. Thanks for coming on. Cheers, mate. Thank you. See Will you leave. later. That's, that was the Impressions <laughs> Podcast. Next week, we're going <laughs> to...
<laughs> you could do your own impressions podcast, man. Yeah, fair. I could do because I'm fucking great. Mick is actually quite good. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, do him then. And uh, let's try and pressurize him. Yeah. Um, I might do something like that. I've got a couple of beers. We'll see how I get through them and then I get a bit loose. And I, I have to say to the listeners that I said earlier and um, that it might get confusing between Mick and Nick. And then I said, well, Mick is bald. Wait a second. Have you got hair under that hat to Nick? And then he whipped his hat off and there's no hair. So I've got to be careful with the baldism yeah. today. Is that yeah. is that bald by choice or not by choice? No, not by choice. No. But you know what? I've always, always wore a hat. Like ever since I was small, I always had a hat, so I always shaved my hair. Is that flavorable? Do you think it's not? It's like a plant. It's not had any sunlight. It could be. I mean, I don't know if you get it, Mick, but I just wish the (laughs) (laughs) she's off already. Yeah, that's not taking long to be fucking foul to our guest. Rude. (laughs) Anyway, as you were, Nick. Yeah. I um I just wish the sides would fall out now. I, yeah, um, just all of it. Sick going. and tired of shape. Yeah, just yeah. Well, I don't understand why the there's that bit. And I, because my hair round the sides is really thick, so mm. and it's dark as well. So yeah. I have like like yours. I imagine like shave it three days later, you're just an egg in a nest again. Mm-hmm. What, why I don't understand why the whole thing can't fall out. Why it has to leave that fucking little hook upside down arch on the back of your head. It's ridiculous. Does it ever fall out? No. no, I don't think so. It My nan's always like, just just grow a little bit. I like it when you've got a little bit there. I'm like, of course no. you would, because I look 80. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's never it's never a good look. Like no one no, no one cool has hair apart from Terry Nutkins, who we have discussed before, but he was like a 60-year-old man on the telly. No one young and cool and influencing stuff like a musician or a comedian or an actor has like Larry David, another one. He can pull it off because he's old. But no one thrusting and young has got those bits on the side and, and okay, pulls it off. Maybe just... there's there's room. There's room for it then. So wonder maybe there's we a can, gap we, in the market. We can attack that space with our weird little egg nest heads. I do keep I, I did threaten to grow like a little rat tail at one point. Yeah I've but... I've as well. I as well was gonna do it for charity mainly for my own amusement but <laughs> yeah got to, got told off that was that wasn't allowed. Yeah, or a couple, couple braids like just coming from under the hat would be mm. would be cool. It's just getting there, right? Like that that little phase. Yeah, you can little mid stage where it's just like an inch long. It's yeah. a tuft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you growing tufts? No. <laughs> Way cooler than that. It's not my fault if you don't get it. If you can't see the bigger picture, not my problem. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I would uh... really like you both to do it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we are raising money for charity at the moment, so I'm not. I'm not doing any hair related banter for charity though. That's Awful. I've already got a moustache. That's enough. <laughs> I was saying I, I need to wear glasses, but if I don't, because I, re- I, I only really like the full rimmed ones. So if I don't have a moustache and wear my glasses, I look like Harry Hill. But if I grow my moustache and wear my glasses, I don't look like Harry Hill anymore because he doesn't have a, doesn't have a moustache. But I look like someone wearing. Do you remember those um like spy kits you'd get in the nineteen eighties? <laughs> with the nose, yes. it's like a, a fake nose, moustache, yeah, <laughs> nose, moustache, and glasses. So I, I just look like someone yeah. wearing one of them. Like guess who? Yeah. So I'm fucked. <laughs> just wish I wasn't bald. And I, I've got a couple of people I work with who are bald as well, and they pretend that they love it, and it, I just you liar. Nah, I don't mind. I don't mind. Do you know what? I don't I'm mind my beard's, I'm, my I'm beard's getting greys in it every day. Every day I'm seeing new grey hairs in my beard and my tash. And I think that's bothering me more 
Do you cut more do than we, going bald? Because my, I've got bits of grey in here, and I've thought about um, combing a product through it, but I, I think it would just mm. make it look a bit, a bit weird. I've done it a couple times. I've dyed yeah. it a couple times. Um, I don't know. I don't know how the grey hairs appear. Do they just all of a sudden go? Do they grow through grey? Do they nah, all of a sudden? That's a good ping? point. Because yeah. I swear one day you go to bed and the next day there's just a grey hair there. <laughs> yeah. Like it just turns <laughs> overnight. If anyone knows, I'm interested in that. Tell us the science. Yeah. Because does, does, does colour just drain out of it because you're certain That's age? It goes, oh, pigment's gone. Sorry, Turn everyone. Yeah. I have a lot of grey, like lo- loads more. Honestly, the last couple of months I've got fucking loads more. And it's so sad. It's like, am I not having a shit enough time? Now you have to make me grey. Yeah. I'm 30 fucking five. Um, yeah. But I, d- I don't know how it happens because I've just been dying my hair for like 20 years. So That's it. I've got, I've got a mate who's, <laughs> she was going like visibly grey uh, when we were not long out of college, like 24, probably 23, 24. And she just dyes her hair. But during lockdown, she's stopped and just, you know, she's 39. So she just embraced the gray, looks amazing. Would That's not, awesome. have, would not have looked amazing in other people's eyes if she'd done that at 25, you know. People, yeah, would go, oh, fucking gray in 25. You must be, you, you must be dead soon, or whatever. You know, my mum went gray at 19 <laughs> and it was just pure stress. I actually, I asked a guy once, this is probably really offensive, but I was in a restaurant and there was this guy with like the most beautiful hair and it was just such white gray and um, it was like shoulder length. And I just went over and I was like, I'm really sorry, but your hair's amazing. Is that on, is that like bottle or is that natural? And he was like, No, it's all natural. I've been gray since I was like 15. And I was like, it is amazing. It looked great. Is he an elf? So, he so was it wasn't black the day before and then just turned grey overnight. I didn't ask him about the process. <laughs> just had a really bad nightmare and woke up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> he like failed his GCSEs and then that just went wrong. <laughs> but so I don't know. But mine started when I just had like a little streak in the front, just at the, the front bit. Did it and then it cool, started growing. Did it look like a well, I never let it get long enough oh, to know because right. I would just dye it when it was yeah. like a centimetre. And then and then I like, because my parting was at the side and it was right at the front of my parting. So then I swapped my parting over to the other side and then it started going grey on that <laughs> side. So then I got a, a centre parting and now it's like going grey all the way along. But all around the front is much worse. I, dy- I only dyed it the other day because it was like hideous. But Perhaps that's just... something I could say. Like, I'm not bored. I've just got a really wide parting it's yeah. very wide but that's what yeah. how it looks because i'm naturally quite fair but i dye it black when my roots start coming through in the oh, gray it looks like my parting is really wide <laughs> especially doing the podcast because i've got a light above me it just like shines down and it's like oh look there's a <laughs> it's like a, an inverted mohawk of the shave down the middle <laughs> mine's wider mine's wider um so anyway <laughs> that was that was um impressions and baldness and gray hair sorted yeah. Now we talk. Have you got any pets? <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah. We spoke about this the other day about um, Keith. But, oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah fuck. Keith. I was telling somebody about Keith and I couldn't remember who, <laughs> who it was. Who that had a, telling me he's a, a prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've, we've got two Frenchies. Um, we, so my partner had a, a Doberman when I met her um he and then we got uh betty frenchy um and then uh maybe like a couple of years ago the, the doberman was sick we had to get him put to sleep oh, um and because betty had only known being with the doberman 
he's like, we've got to go and get another one. I, I think it was even the day that he got put to sleep. Um, uh, something popped up on my partner's Facebook um, saying like French bulldog puppies for sale. It was like pretty local. Um, so yeah, we went, went and had a look. Um, the one that we went to look at when we got there, he, a bit, bit runty. So um, Keith came, uh, came up to us and kind of was jumping up. So yeah, we, we picked him, uh, went back and collected him. My partner named him Keith. Um, awesome. And he's yeah, a he's a prick. <laughs> it's not a superb name when he runs off and you're just yelling, Keith! Keith! Is it um, uh, Little Nick whose dog's called Ian? Ian. Oh, yeah, yeah tell people amazing. about that as well all the time. So, so good. Keith is Keith and, is um, sneak, top Sneaky Mitch's Chihuahua John. John! The Chihuahua! Yeah. Yeah, John. Oh my god. My friend had a cat called Keith. Have I told a story on here before about Keith, Big Keith and little yeah. Linda Mick? I repeat myself on here all the time. So um, just to say it anyway. <laughs> so so my, my friend has so many cats. She like she lives next door to a, a vet, and this vet constantly is saying, Do you want to foster these kittens? And then she keeps them. At one point, she had 10, but... and one of them was Keith. She called him Big Keith. He was this big tabby, massive tail. And um, she was down, they live in a little village near me, and she was down the road. There was um, a beautician doing her nails or something at the end of the road. And she was sitting there getting her nails done, and she gets a phone call, and someone's like, Oh, God, Sharon, I think Keith's been run over. So she runs up, finds Keith in the road. He's not damaged. He just looks like he's asleep. And she's obviously devastated, but it's coming up to school runtime. So she's like, what the fuck do I do? So she puts Keith on the front seat of the car. And he's sort of curled up. And then she drives to the school and she's parked outside the school waiting for the kids to come out. And one of the mums comes up and goes, oh, is um, your cat okay? And she's like, no, he's been hit by a car. <laughs> and she said, by this point, rigor mortis had started to say so he was rigid and also she said apparently when animals die they fart so they were this stiff farting cat was on the front seat of the car and the parent was like the other parent said do you think you should maybe move the dead cat off the front seat of the car before the kids get in and she said oh yeah okay put it in the boot so then she got picked up the kids oh sorry girls i've got really bad news stinks in and here. kids are really upset and it <laughs> stinks in here. yeah <laughs> I've been fine. they get home she takes carries keith in and just puts him on the sofa thinking like i don't know what i'm gonna do and then all the other cats come in and start going like oh what's what the fuck's wrong with keith and then sniffing around him and she's like gearing herself up to tell the other kids and husband's on his way home she's devastated and she's sitting there just sort of thinking what should i do and Keith walks in the room and he walks over to other dead Keith and goes like I imagine he went who the fuck is that why is he on my seat why is there a dead farting cat in my crib yeah so so she like she's like okay fuck I've got someone else's cat that's farting in my house and um she worked out it was her neighbors so she carried big keith over to the neighbors and it turns out that big keith was actually little linda and she just sort of handed him over and she said well he's had quite a trip uh, this afternoon not that he knows about it but fuck yeah so uh yeah that's my story about keith i'm sure yours will well it ended well because keith's alive keith lives just about just about (laughs) <laughs> is that is that is that because you haven't killed it yet? What me or Nick? Yeah. 
<laughs> do you do you, do you, do you love Keith really, even though he's a prick? Yeah, I do. I do. He's, 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 he is super cute. Um, his, his prickness adds to his character. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Frenchies are like that anyway. I think, and um, he's. I mean, he's the same age as as my son. Um, so yeah, he's like two and a half. Um, so he's he's still a puppy. Yeah, he's just he's just nuts. He's mischievous. Um, but, you know, at night time you could be led on the sofa. He'll come and he'll want to want to clamp on your chest and have a snuggle. And you can't you can't mm-hmm. help but love him, old Keefy. <laughs> Keith, Keith is just it's such a you know when someone says a name and a and a a vision pops in your head. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. I think I know a couple of Keiths, but not well so i don't think of them when you said keith i saw bloke in his mid 50s jean, <laughs> jeans that's showing at least two inches of ass crack sat at a yeah. bar <laughs> talking about football even though he doesn't really know about football but just wants to be involved but you know got a, you know, a couple of stains on his shirt but it's not minging yeah you know what i mean that is just yeah, that couple- blo- just a geezer like a spaghetti that's exactly, what, that's exactly what he looks like <laughs> exactly that <laughs> I think a dead fighting Keith, the cat that wasn't Keith. <laughs> right. So that yeah, is he's cool. that is all of the main topics covered. Should we talk about tattoos for five minutes? Yeah, we should do. Maybe. Do you tattoo? <laughs> well, yeah. Color, color by numbers. Then I do really. So uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's not proper tattooing. I, uh, you know, I use one of them them dildo machines that. <laughs> really to my issues um and an <laughs> ipad so um i don't know if you can really call it so i know which he is love title will be turning in his grave yeah <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been tattooing um so i think it was 10 years in july oh i wish congrats. i i wish i could say like a year you know, like you hear, you see some of these people that are insanely good. And you're like, how long you been tattooing? They're like eight months. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I didn't I didn't really do the traditional apprenticeship kind of way in. Um, I did do the whole eBay kit. Um, I remember get I remember getting this eBay kit. Uh, the contact screw was like flipped around the other way, so it wasn't touching the front spring. <laughs> I'm like, why is it not working? Why I like, didn't have a clue. I'm sat in the kitchen, um, sat in a star above my willy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what can I do? What can I do? So I just I was just doing a star. So I'm just sat there. Like, what a place! I know, right? And I was just thinking, my my thought was like, wow, no one's no one's really gonna ever see it, are they? So I, I do it there, and uh, yeah, just just sat there doing a, a star there. Um, then yeah went onto my thigh I remember doing like a an eyeball on my thigh one time and um I don't know I, I don't even think I used the mag I was using like round shaders and, and whatever probably running it at like 17 volts and uh it came out it looked okay so I was, I was like I'm quite quite happy with that um later on that day I was like struggling to walk um Fuck. got worse <laughs> ended up going to hospital um <laughs> and yeah was in so much pain just obviously um completely overworked it just didn't know what i was doing i mean leg tattoos when you get get them the blood yeah that whoosh of blood when you stand up anyway so it was like that it's so bad um so they put me on they gave me like i swear they gave me about three months worth of tramadol 
so like, take these and some like uh, anti-inflammatories and whatever if it gets worse come back um my friend was over from australia guesting uh, another shop in swindon um and jay um jay thurley jesus that you've had on before um was apprenticing at this shop at the time um, so i've gone in and the guy that owns it um i don't know if he saw it if i told him uh, and he's just like jay jay come here come here uh, and he's like, that's what happens if you overwork it and kind of like, <laughs> use an example oh, no. um, of what, what not to do. So, um, oh, yeah, that, that was that was at home. After I did that, I kind of I thought, oh, you know, if I did that to somebody else, yeah, um, I'd, I'd feel really bad. So I kind of knocked it on the head for a little while, um, went and got tattooed in, um, in another shop in Swindon. Um, and they must have heard that I was doing bits at home um so yeah it's just sort of said look do you want to come in and we'll try and see if we can help you get started that's oh, nice that's a that's nice, really nice. So, that's a different way that we would expect it's like you, i would probably expect someone to go you know you're doing bits and bobs at your home don't do it again come you and did. yeah yeah you know being, yeah. a bit, being a bit of a dick with it too yeah years, exactly you know I, mean. I mean it it wasn't the best shop um best shop in the world um but yeah i mean i'm thankful that, that they gave me the opportunity to even get into a shop so i think i went in and they were like let's let's see what you can do i think i tell my sister um i think i just did some writing on her and they were like yeah cool so just i started going in on um on a few saturdays um just literally doing small bits uh, i went away on holiday and was kind of like you know what i really want to do so i was working in an office at the time i was working for zurich so the financial place and hated it um mm. And just said, you know, when I get back, I'm going to speak to the guy, see if I can maybe go full time. Um, while I was out there, he actually sent me an email saying that one of the guys had left. And did I want to have a chat when we got back about going full time? Um, so, yeah, of course. Yeah, literally went back to went back to work. Uh, my manager said, oh, how was your holiday? I was like, yeah, good. I need to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I handed in my notice. So, um, yeah, when when started there. Um, yeah, I was there. Maybe like a year and a half, um, and it. You remember the my tattoo addiction that was on Channel Four? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So they they got asked to go on that show. Well, I mean, everyone got asked to go on it, but they kind of agreed to go on it. Um, so there was a, a few bits on that show. It was the uh, there was a guy that had um, a bunch of tribal on his face and stuff, and they were kind of like making out like. Yeah, he takes money off his kids to, to fund his tattoo addiction and stuff. And they kind of edit it in a bad way. So, like, they had his kids saying, like, like his kids were basically saying that like, they'd give him money for his birthday to get tattooed. But they kind of flipped it to make it sound mm. like he had this addiction that he needed money for. So he's, he's taking money off his kids. Um, oh, okay. And then they they strapped this huge rig to him. Like, it, it was this massive rig that had cameras around him. This big camera that kind of came over the top of him had a film crew around him and they wanted him to walk down the street to like see people's reactions i mean swindon town center is tiny anyway um you know you see a guy with this yeah massive thing strapped to him with a camera everyone's gonna be like what Mm. um so yeah it it was kind of mad and then they were were making out that sorry but they were making out that it was because he had a tattoo on his face that everyone was going oh like that yeah yeah Yeah, that's that's minging it the whole, the whole thing was kind of wild, to be honest. I mean, 
I think at the time the um, the producer of the show um, made a comment and says I, I don't even like tattoos or something like that. But you know, <laughs> Channel Four, Channel Four documentaries, they're going to twist it. Um, yeah. Then the guy that had the did he have his dog's ashes tattooed into into a portrait of his dog? Um, yeah, it, it was just wild. The whole filming was wild. They were just like, oh, can you go back and maybe when you do that, can you say this? So it was. It wasn't oh scripted, God. but they, they were getting them to say what they kind of wanted to say. Um, so I, even though I just started, I, I knew a few people that were already tattooing um, and they'd already said, you know, don't don't get involved. So I just said, I don't want to be involved. I don't want to be on it. Um, after it came out, my Facebook and stuff just started blowing up with people just like, what was that? Um, so they started commenting on my, my Facebook and um, there was posts going around Um and yeah it kind of got back to the shop and even though i didn't say anything the guy was like look you didn't stick up for us you didn't say anything but you didn't stick up for us um and he was just saying like maybe it's time you moved on so yeah i just kind of left basically um what a weird end to a job it was so so strange yeah it was just just people coming on and just sort of saying um uh, maybe you need to get out there before your career is over like if you're associated with them guys and um oh. yeah it was just really weird so obviously he um I, mean, I guess I, he probably thought he was doing what was best at the time um you know so yeah I, I just kind of okay cool um I think he said like you don't have to go straight away but I'm pretty sure I just kind of no it's fine like I'll, I'll pack up I'll go um went and left there um ended up going out to Hungerford which is just a tiny don't even know if it's a town maybe a village um just outside swindon when i worked there for a few months uh and then got asked to come back um to do a guest spot in swindon which actually turned out to be like a trial um <laughs> so yeah went went and worked at another shop in swindon was there a couple years uh yeah and then went to move on uh, and worked in the last place i was working which was which was a pretty cool shop to be fair um that was i mean sadie sadie glover that i work with now she was there uh joel blake owned the shop um and then we had sam ricketts that worked there yeah. um who else do we have we had steve baker there for a while and rob talon was there for a while as well um so yeah it was it was a pretty cool shop there's quite a few of us in there um but the rent was super expensive um and when the lease came to an end it's kind of like you know we're not gonna keep it on or, or Joel that owned it was kind of saying that so um yeah we all just decided to kind of do our own thing so I went with Sadie and we opened the place um Sam went over his place and then Joel went over his place so yeah it's been a, it's been a wild ride yes yeah, uh, awesome yeah. <laughs> did were you like drawing or anything before you started tattooing your willy or was it something you've been willy. thinking about <laughs> um yeah, I, again, I'd like to say that I always wanted to be a tattooist, but I, I didn't, like, it wasn't on my radar sort of thing. Um, I always drew when I was younger um, and was lucky enough at primary school, actually. Um, so, say, me, Sneaky Mitch, uh, and a friend of ours called Ryan Smith, not the Ryan Smith that does stuff with Salon, um, another guy, we all went through school together. Um, oh. and our year... Our year six teacher, who was super, super cool, was um, was massively into art. So even from a young age, um, he would do um, projects and displays and he would always get us involved. 
So we always used to do stuff together. Um, I actually found some of the stuff from school up in the loft and sent it to Mitch. And he was like, like why have you kept that? Um, so yeah, I've, I've, I've still still got some of it now. Um, yeah, then we all, I think he had a big influence on, on definitely on all three of us. Um, yeah, we just, we just did art all the time. Um, obviously we went, went, then we went to obviously secondary school. We all went to secondary school together. Um, and then Mitch went off, did his thing. and ended up going Lincoln Uni. Ryan moved to Australia. Um, I was, where I was doing, worked in an office for a bit and then was uh, dancing. Um, and then, yeah, we all ended up just tattooing. Like, super, super weird. So That's us. Um, yeah, I, I, would, I would say that he had a big, big influence in in that. But, um, yeah, well, other the, than that, I mean, teacher. I can... Yeah, definitely. That's really smart. Um, cause I think it's like, we hear, you know, if anyone does anything that's slightly creative and not vocational, you know, from school, it's always like, yeah, by all means do it as a hobby, but you really ought to be better at maths because no one, <laughs> makes, mo- no one makes money out of, of being an artist or very few people make money out of making music or playing sport professionally and stuff like that. And I do feel like it's usually solid advice, but I do think it's a bit of a, like a dream, dream killer immediately when yeah, you're told yeah, when you're told at age 11 don't do that anymore because you're not going to be a prof- you're not going to make any money out of it and that's all that matters you know yeah no this this teacher was super cool um yeah i mean i'm sure if you spoke to mitch he'd, he'd probably agree that um he, he probably did have a, an influence on us i mean like i said it wasn't even just that year that we was in his class we it was a it was a it was a really nice school and the christmas plays they would they would do massive um backdrops and he'd, he'd have it all painted and stuff so he'd always come grab us obviously other other people as well but I remember me and Mitch painting um I don't know it must have been like churches the, the topic for the term or whatever um and me and Mitch got to paint one of the, the classroom w- windows as a stained glass window mm. um mm. you know which is yeah. cool um so yeah he, I think he definitely and he we, we used to use watercolors a lot and um you know, he'd just be like, oh, you go take take that palette home and practice at home and stuff. So, yeah, cool. he, he was really cool. And it, it was really nice. Um, yeah, really nice of him to do that. My art teacher, I was literally talking about this yesterday. My art teacher was like my absolute champion. Like, she was so encouraging and lush. And I've, I've thought about her a lot <clears throat> in my adult life because she just had such an awesome effect on me. And mm. I went back to my school, it was probably, I don't know, five years or something. Yeah, probably five years ago now. And she still, she had just, she said, she told me it was like literally two weeks prior, she'd just taken down my GCSE final piece from <laughs> her wall you, of fame. So you, you saw, you went back and saw her? Yeah, I've did seen you, her a few times. I've gone you, back. Did you because, tell her as well? Tell her what? An yeah, yeah, I, That's, yeah. I bet then, that, like, my dad's, uh, sorry to bite in again, my my dad's a drama teacher and he's had a couple of people go on and be in professional things and be in films and they always send him letters about what they're doing and stuff and that fucking oh, makes, his, makes his day more than anything in the world. That's so nice. You know, and I'm sure she would have felt the same if you going back saying, I now do art and it, yeah. you, you kick that off, mate. That's I think that's, that's what's the point of being a teacher? That's it. I'd like to I'd like to go back to secondary school. You know, all them all them lessons I spent drawing on my arm, doing graffiti on my arm, and the teacher coming up and saying, "Stop doing that! It's not going to get you nowhere." <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you know, like, yeah, look at me yeah, now. Look, look what happened. The funniest thing. 
my my final piece like I must have spoke about this because it's ridiculous but I went to this like private girls school and I was like full goth doing GCSEs I was like I only listen to Slipknot if you don't know what Slipknot is and you can fuck off and um I paint they were really lucky like we could just have whatever we wanted basically so we the art technician would make you a canvas to whatever spec. So I got him to make me one in the shape of a cross and I painted myself on a crucifix. <laughs> and that's what stayed up, stayed up in the dining hall for Fucking like 15, 10 years wow. of this private girl school in St. Andrews. <laughs> I reckon she took that down immediately. No way, because yeah. I'd seen it. I'd seen it. I was like, surely we're going to take that down any time because I'd been back a few times. But um, another thing about you and um, Mitch having gone to school together, like Danielle, Rose and I have known each other since mm-hmm. we were like 13, 14. Okay. And we were speaking with Will the other day. He was like, oh, it's really nice that you're still, you're both tattooing and you've known each other that long. And we talk about that a lot as well. Like, it's so nice to have a genuine, awesome friend that you've known since before you were in part of this world. And you've both mm. ended up in this world because you have, there's so many, like, tattooists only, like, Mick gets an idea, but you're a tattooist. You know it's not as fun as it, like, it is great, but you know it's not as glam as it looks. Yeah, of course. So to be able to have like a completely unbiased conversation with somebody you know who's just a true ancient friend, it's it's just really awesome. So you must yeah. understand. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I, I like we're probably not super super close. Um, maybe not as close as you guys. I'm a, I speak to him now and then, you know, um, still. But does he actually um, hate you? He doesn't know who you are, probably, does he? Probably, probably probably hates me. He was yeah. like two years above. <laughs> just, yeah, I'm just just usually. Yeah. Is that voice. Mick? No, I don't know him. Bald yeah. no. <laughs> Michael, no, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> he's a, well, a lovely chap. I, I just remember him as a little choir boy looking guy, you know. Always, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a class photo somewhere actually. And um, like my collar's just like open, my hair is just like spiky and messy. I think probably got a tooth missing. Mitch <laughs> is just like tie buttoned up, you know, like hair, this bl- blonde, blonde hair, just parted nicely and uh yeah I had to ruin it I had a, a very funny um I think it was in year nine I had a problem with my Achilles so I had to wear these special shoes and I didn't want to wear them in the class photo because they, they're just shoes that basically have a if you think of like a reverse platform so you're constantly walking okay. with your toes pointing up to stretch your Achilles oh, out fuck. a bit if you see what I mean so they're not they're not it's not extreme but yeah just stretch your Achilles out day to day to get him to get them to not be so tight. So I, but I couldn't get my school shoes on. But do you remember Sunning? I think it was called Sunning. It was like, yes. a, it, was like it was like a lemon yeah. spray. You spray yeah, you it spray on your on hair. And sun. The sun bleaches yeah. it. Gives you because, really natural, lovely highlights. Yeah, so because I didn't know what <laughs> that I was doing. Bored? Yeah, the Sunning. I fucking yeah, probably, I used it as well. So yeah. it's, it's probably something in that. So just, you're supposed to put like a little, little bit, little, little and often. And I was like, nah, yeah. fucking, I'll all on. So I had school photo. Bear in mind, my father is also a teacher at the school as well. From earlier on, we talk about a drama. So I've got. I, I, there's things that you accept when your parents are teacher that you have to. It's not like you have to be awesome all the time, but you do have to set some examples and be aware that people. There's a little bit more scrutiny over your things like your appearance and things like not, not academically. Like you don't have to be top of the class, but it looks bad on dad if I turn up in shit clothes with holes in my shoes and stuff 
So on this year nine photo, I've got I've got my trainers on and this like actual orange hair from where the <laughs> like, but it's it's not it's not it's a really unnatural. It's not like an auburn or a ginger hair, not a redhead. It's just it's as orange as I know no one can see this, but it's an orange to my t-shirt and it looked I looked like such a little fucking herbert. <laughs> just a little little herb on the side with my little train. You can see the crutches on the floor behind me, and I'm going. Uh, <laughs> so which which one? Pick a child on here. Which one of these now slings ketamine out of the back of a Ford Escort in a in a, in a, in a, in a pub car park? Him, him, that one there, definitely. I'd like to see uh, this. We, way, um, yeah, we, I'll find it. We went for a fate when Eminem came out, probably, um, and there was probably about eight of us that bleached our hair. And um, mine literally went the color of your t-shirt. <laughs> hey, this is Bob Tyrell, and you're listening to How Much for a Sleeve. Sorry about that. Just had a little technical difficulty there. Um, Nick fucked it, basically. Yeah, you were bought. <laughs> you're fu- Old you, age. You are so nasty to people you don't know. It's gonna gonna bite <laughs> you in the ass one day. Like you've you, you've met the geezer for Look, a, an hour. Apparently- Apparently, I come across as a sweet oh, yeah. angel yeah. on this podcast, so I think that I can't come across too mean. Uh, anyway, one you, person said it. <laughs> you you were talking about motorbikes. Carry on. Yes, they they got some wheels. Mm-hmm. They're sometimes <laughs> made out of metal. And they go brum brum. <laughs> or ding, ding like my doors. <laughs> <laughs> Where I am, it's I'm really, really rural, so you can hear her coming across the fields, and it's just like gets louder and louder. It's just like, oh. <laughs> it's horrible. And um, yeah, how long have you been riding? Um, so I only passed my test just over a year ago. Oh, same. Um, yeah, so I had, like I said, I had a moped when I was sixteen, um, and then I had a motocross bike. Did some motocross and stuff um and kind of kept saying i wanted to get a road bike um never got around to doing it then finally got around to, i did my cbt just before covid hit like literally just before covid hit uh then obviously that hit um screwed everything um and then yeah i think it was like may last year did it um yeah loved awesome. it loved it so it's been so, so nice you- but what bike did you get when you sorry for everyone listening that doesn't give a fuck about bikes but actually we do so that's what counts mike and um, mike it's not, it's not about them is it it's about not me, so. me. No, this is this, yeah. is all, this is all about us it's all about us, my time yeah, yeah. <laughs> um what bike did you get when uh, you passed uh, your test so i had a kawasaki vn 900 um i wanted to go harley straight away but i just thought you know what first year riding Am I going to drop it or, or whatever? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, just, I went with a VN. Um, yeah, it was nice. I did a few mods to it, put some, like, mini apes on it, and um, I changed the seat, um, painted the tyres, the white did the white walls on it. I couldn't get white walls anywhere. Um, so somebody suggested this um, this white wall paint. So I did that on my cool. on a Beetle years ago. I painted my tires oh, and it didn't last. Man. It was fucking shit. It looks so it was such a poor like, like taking the wheel off. Then it said like you need to sand sand the wall down. So I had like an angle grinder trying to like gently sand it down. <laughs> but then every every now and then it'd be like <laughs> like oh, there's a chunk outside of the wall now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, um, 
yeah, I mean, they look they looked fine for a little while. They did start browning after a while. Um, but then I got rid of it, so didn't really matter. <laughs> um, so yeah, got rid of that, and then got the the Road King um, not long ago. Um, I can't remember what I got it now. July, yeah, July. So it's an Evo Evo Road King uh, ninety six. So Lush. it's a bit of an older one, but yeah, it's, it's super nice. I've got. I want to kind of turn into like a Vickler or, or whatever, put some big apes on it. And um, it's real. I, you know, I thought I'd get a Harley because you can get the part so easily. Um, what I didn't know is that the 96 um, touring frame uh, was like the last of that touring frame. And in 97, they changed. So to try and get anything like a seat, you can't get it for the 96. <laughs> so yeah. I spent hours like, oh, I got a Harley now. Yeah, I can get a six seat. And so I found a guy up in um, Peterborough um, that that does um, customized seats and stuff. So chatting to him, so I've I've got it booked in with him. So he's gonna like reshape the seat, recover it. Um, his work's really really nice. So um, yeah, that you know that should sort. Yeah, what's he What's he called? Because I was at it, um, Cop Top Bike Show this weekend chatting to a guy about doing my seat. Uh, nostalgia. Uh, nostalgia customs or something like that um on instagram i don't know his his name uh, uh, to be fair i can't remember what this place is called but i just went up and because i want to change the seat in my sports store i took off its original comfy like double seat and put a solo one on which is the most uncomfortable hmm. seat anyone's ever sat on and um <laughs> i really want to put some gel in there because honestly like if i did i did 150 miles a couple of weeks ago in a day and i had to keep hmm. stopping on the way home because my bum was so sore <laughs> and i said oh, to this really? guy yeah it was so uncomfy maybe my bum's just too big for it but it's so savage so i had to put some gel in it but i also just want to hmm. recover it and then get a cobweb stitched on because we've got it yeah i've got it painted on at the moment but yeah so the guy was like i said oh i've got a seat like this he had one on the table and he went do you have to keep pulling over to stand up and i was like yeah and he was like yeah <laughs> is it kind of like slope yeah it's got like a it sort of dips in and then it's got like quite a high like back and then the flat yeah. bit but so it's my just... even my my vn had that and then i i got a custom one that was more of like a, a step and it was really, really firm, um, but it was quite wide and it was so comfortable. Um, I, I mean, I didn't do any super, super long miles on it. So, um, but yeah, it was it was quite hard, um, but it was so much more comfortable. And now I've got the Road King, it's, the seat's kind of really sloped. Um, I found it really uncomfortable at first, um, but I'm kind of getting, maybe, maybe my fat ass is just making a, a nice groove in it and it's it's getting a bit more comfortable um but yeah i definitely want to get him to kind of you know do like the the step up um and reupholster it so yeah nostalgia upholstery is um oh cool his instagram is so yeah maybe check him out because yeah his work looks good and mick you had a question yeah i'm just taking over the podcast now that's no, fine it comes from a, a complete, <laughs> complete Don't break po- it. point of ignorance um what if you if you your first bike after passing your test is 900 is that a 900 cc or is that just what the bike's called yeah yeah so that so was what, what do you what do you, what do you do your test do you have to do your test in a bike with that engine size to, so to buy one or can you just do it on a 400 right. and whatever and then just yolo you know, i did mine on a 650 is that what right. did you yeah. do yours in about think, the same nick i think i did i think it was a 700 it was at the mt 700 i think i did mine on 
they they normally do it on that sort of size bike mick because <laughs> that sounds like uh, you're being really passionate because you know fuck me, all I'll you haven't even got you. a bike uh, do you know what bikes are? So this thing called motorcycles. Um, so you do, I, I actually am going to get this wrong, but if you're over 25, you can ride any size bike once you pass the test. And there's two different license yep. types. And I think it's A2. And the one below that for people younger than 25, they're limited. They can, I don't know if they go by brake, like brake horsepower or if it's engine size, but you are limited to, I thought it was like a 650 or a 700 or 600 or something up to 25. And then you do your full license and you can ride anything. So I suppose you can pass your, your, your driving license in a 1.4, whatever, and you can go out and buy whatever you want the next day. Can't yeah, you? yeah but I, I mean, because, because mine was a cruiser, a 900 for a cruiser, is, it's a baby, really. You know? yeah. So, um, yeah, if you was getting on a, a sport bike that was maybe a 900 or 1,000 cc, like, that's going to shift. That's going to have some power. But to be honest, the, my cruiser, it, was, it felt pretty slow, to be honest. So the roking I've got now is like a 1340 um it's, it's got a bit more power i mean it's still not scary scary fast but um yeah again if it was a sport bike uh, they're ridiculous yeah. aren't they yeah my sports does an 883 and i but it's heavy you know it's like 250 kilos still but my mm. street bobs are, i think it's 1585 is the exact mm. and that even though I, I guess unless you're like properly booting it you don't really notice too much but it is awesome because just pulling out or getting onto the dual carriage where you just up to speed so much quicker and also the, the yeah. a83 it feels like it needs another gear it feels like i'm yeah. revving so high the whole time whereas the the street bob's got six gears and it's just lush it's just made yeah. for it my roking's got five i don't think they they came out with the sixth gear i don't know mid 2000s i think something so yeah i haven't really haven't really been anywhere too far to kind of get up to them crazy speeds but it's not enjoyable. I don't think on a cruiser it's that enjoyable going that fast anyway. You know, you yeah, got your no. hands in the air and wind hitting you. I, I tried it with the um the windshield the other day. Oh. Um because it, it came with like a quick detachable windshield. So I thought I'll um I'll try that and see how it was and it was awful. <laughs> was it, was it? Was so bad? Yeah, I've heard I've heard people talk about like buffeting and stuff before and it, it not being very nice. And I was like, what what is this? What are they talking about? Surely if you've got a windshield, like you're not gonna feel anything. And it was just like the wind was just hitting my helmet and just <laughs> shaking my head. So I'm, I'm kind of right, even doing like 30, 40 mile an hour, I'm like being shaken around so much. It's almost making you feel dizzy. Oh so then I'm riding, I'm trying to like crouch down behind, like under the under the windscreen. So yes, yeah, that came off straight away and I'll probably never put it on again. Fuck. Have you, yes, um, yeah. do you have an open face helmet or have you got a visor on your helmet? I don't. You know what? I really want, I was like, yeah, I'll get an open face. I'll try someone I'll just like a dick. They are weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just looks so, some people can pull it off, but nah, I just, I, I didn't look good in it. So, um, but also I think full face, a bit more protection, yeah. right? And, uh, totally. I, obviously you like the, the look of the German helmets and stuff and the, the bandana or whatever up, but yeah obviously they're not legal over here and i don't know if i face plant the ground i i don't know yeah i've only worn my open face like once because i put it on and put sunglasses on and that the wind like came up underneath my sunglasses and was making them like shake again and hitting my eyelashes and i literally did 
I did a quarter of a mile turn around and changed my helmet I was like how the fuck yeah. do people wear an open face and sunglasses and I think it just depends on the shape or most people wear goggles I'm like no yeah but have you, have you ever been hit in the face with a fly like when you're on your oh, bike my God. Like, yeah. man it hurts so it much hurts. I just fly in my helmet yeah oh, it's, um, it's not nice so yeah vi- visor down most of the time to be honest and uh yeah yeah and yeah. then I forget I've got a helmet on I've got like a I've got like a blacked out visor and um, I forget I've got a helmet on. So I ride past someone, they might not know that you've got that bike and it's like, hey, like, hey, hey, like, <laughs> it's me. Like, I've got like a Darth Vader helmet on, like you can't even see me. And I just kind of think like, why, why are they not waving back? Like, me. They're like, oh my God, we're going to get mugged. The sun's about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry to everyone listening. It doesn't give a fuck about bikes. Um, we'll we'll talk about tattoos again now. Yeah. Um, so do you like tattoos? <laughs> it's fucking the same thing. Um, <laughs> same thing. I went to the um I went to the convention actually in London. Oh, yeah. Um, How was it? it? It was okay. I was only I wasn't there for too long to be honest. My it was my son's sixteenth birthday. Um, and he lives just around the corner from Excel. So I went up to see him anyway um, and just said, like, look, do you mind if I pop in? There was a bunch of people that I speak to a lot, um, you know, socials and, and whatever, um, that I've never met before. So I just wanted to kind of go in, check the show, meet some people. Um, yeah, it was cool. It seemed like a, a pretty decent show. Um, but like I said, we was only there maybe an hour and a half. Is this the title tattoo one? With the big? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the big, yeah, the yeah. big London big London one yeah no it was it was pretty decent there were a lot of names like I would have really liked to have gone but I chose bikes over tattooing that day we should yeah, go next year enough. yeah we should we should go to more yeah they just sort of come up really quick and it's like oh fuck that's next weekend and then I've already yeah. got a plan for really tattooing have a booth there and uh and do a pod <laughs> like just stopping people interviewing people and uh we were going to do that at Brighton. We had planned to do like loads of little sign bites. And then funnily enough, like Mick sent me something earlier. Where, what what was that? Another convention where they were yeah, doing live podcasting? Looked, yeah, it was a, a German convention. It's, um, they had Steph Bastian there. Yeah, Steph Bastian's one, which is well smart. If you're um, bored of us, go listen to that. But then Like proper come back. actual podcast. <laughs> get, it gets right into details, whereas we talk about pets and willies and stuff. He doesn't shout yeah, willies. Nah. <laughs> but yeah, there was there was just a he uh, Steph was doing a couple of live live ones there and it just mm. looked like a cool idea. So I don't know. We'll have to speak yeah, to Yeah, definitely, people, definitely could could be till you till you come across them divas that uh <laughs> want to turn you down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would just spend it catcalling people. What would it be like? You just sit there doing this but in front of people? Yeah, I'd say Willie's a lot under pressure, so that would yeah, just be Willie's. Willie's. Right, that's <laughs> yeah. enough now. We understand yeah. you're panicking. Um, yeah. can, we... <laughs> can we talk about Instagram for a bit? Oh my god, yes. Oh. Sorry, get distracted you, you... and forget all these big things to talk about. We, we've had a few people on who've, for whatever reason, have either closed it or or had it closed for for a reason. But you got hacked, didn't you? I got hacked. Um, yeah, I got. It's annoying because it's partly my fault. So I, I got a message from a friend, um, and it was just like, "May I am um, trying to set up a new account um, because I've got so many, 
they won't send the code to allow me to set it up. And he does have quite a few accounts for some reason. Um, and it was like, if I send you, if I, can I get them to send you the link, you screenshot it, send it, send it to me. Like, don't open it, just send me a screenshot. And I'd been talking to him literally the evening before. So I was like, yeah, man, no problem. I didn't even think um, just because it sounded kind of legit. Um, so yeah, sent, sent me this link. Um, so I screenshot it, sent it over. Uh, he's just like, oh man, it didn't work. Let me get and send you another one. Like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, go for it. Send another one over. And then he's just like, did you get it? Has it come through? And it was just like, it, it just didn't seem like him. So I WhatsApped him. I was just like, mate, this is you on Instagram I'm talking to. And he's like, mate, my Insta got hacked like an hour ago. Like, don't, oh. don't do anything. Oh. Literally two seconds later, notification, you've been logged out of Instagram. Then it pinged up, your password's been changed. <sighs> then it pinged up the, the two-factor um, thing you've got to put on, which I thought I had on. Uh, me and my, my missus had a, a chat about this a while ago, making sure it was on. And I'd gone through, I've got an account for my bike and, you know, whatever else. So I went on them and put them all on. And for some reason, I didn't put it on that one. So I got locked out of everything and was like, oh, no. Um, so, yeah, kind of just started trying to go for everything. And yeah, Instagram shit. Yeah. <laughs> you can't what, get hold of that's anyone. What I, what I feel like I know we, we talk about that you don't you don't classify yourself as a celebrity or or, or important in any way, but you do still have you know your livelihood comes from it or at least has come from it in the past so it's so important yeah and i i struggle to understand how there isn't a recovery mechanism in place for you know yeah. if i lost there my... is right oh there is okay there, t- t- there t- is, talk, talk to but... us about that so um if you have pictures of yourself on there selfies um then you can go through a you, you do this like video selfie um and their ai um will go through to um you know, verify that it is you, but it doesn't work. I mean, I don't, I don't have a, but I don't know how far this AI goes back if it goes through your highlight stories um, or what. But um, there's, there's a few pictures of me on there, um, and every time I did a video selfie, you get an email, thanks, I want to look into it, and then I got one straight back, couldn't be verified. So I did it so many times. Um, the last, I think it was the last picture I posted was. Uh, when my son was born so it was literally just before I got hacked so it was a, a picture of a newborn baby on there so I thought, I thought you know what let me try and video selfie his face because obviously that's on there that didn't work um, so yeah that's that's not working they asked me I got locked out of an account my home account and they asked me to write something on a bit of paper and hold it up and just yeah so I had I had that um, I had that a couple of times um, tried to do that um, you know I've I've emailed the address that you can email to. Um, I've tried everything. I mean, um, there was a video that I watched. Some guy was saying that he had the same thing. So he found that the only way to speak to someone from uh, Meta was to create a Facebook business account. Um, obviously, post some photos and then pay to promote a, a post. Um, so just put, he was American. He said he put a couple of dollars on it. Um, once you, once your post is run and the money's come out of your bank, you then can access business support. So you get an option to speak to someone. Um, and he said, obviously they're there to, um, to help with the ads and promotional stuff. Um, so he spoke to someone, they couldn't really help. They just redirected into the help center. Um, so he said he tried a few times and the third person he spoke to actually could help him and actually got his account recovered. 
um mm. so yeah I, I was trying that I think I, I did it about four times and everyone's just like nah. like just sending me the link to the um to the help center and I've done all this like but the help center is rubbish you you do what it tells you to do you go around in circles and then the last thing they're just like um they say like go in and request a, a password reset but obviously you can't do that because when they put the two-factor thing on obviously the the code would go to their app that they've nominated so yeah um i don't know i don't know if i'll get it back obviously mm. uh, it was you lucy that sent me the guy that yeah so yeah he, he had his retrieve i mean i guess there's it's happening so much they must have some sort of backlog um yeah. you know however many million users there are so who knows i i mean i, I haven't done anything with it for a while i might I might attempt to do something again at some point. Um, and, you know, I've started a new one anyway. Um, but you know what happened? You'll probably you build up your following on there. That'll all be running well. And then all of a sudden you'll probably get an email like, oh, here's your old account back. So, mm. um, yeah, just it is what it is. I mean, it's, it's kind of crap. And we all talk about it all the time. We all moan about Instagram and how rubbish it is. And, um, I mean, at the end of it, it's, it's just numbers, right? Like half... Uh, I went onto my because I can still access my old account, obviously same way you guys could access it. So I've been able to go on there, look at the followers, you know, trying to look for customers or, or whatever they need to contact. And when I'm going through it, it's just like, you know, people from like Sao Paulo or like just all these people you're never gonna meet. They're they're probably fake accounts or yeah. or whatever anyway. Um, so it is just a number and you're probably not gonna get towed by them. Um, but it still does kind of um I don't know, it makes you feel some way, right? That you've you've got to start all over again and now I'm like I've got seventeen hundred followers. <laughs> like what did you have before? I think it was like eighteen and a half. So not not a massive, massive amount. Um you know, but still still enough. Um Yeah. I don't know how it works as well when you're in when you're in searches as well, if someone's searching for I don't know, someone searched for black and grey, hashtag black and grey realism or something that you used. I don't know how it mm-hmm. how it ranks people, but if someone's, you know, I don't know how if it uses geography as well, but it, it might be, you know, you might have been top five and now you're not in yeah, the top, now so you people should, can't find yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly That's, that. Like, that I mean, yeah, no one, I guess no one knows how Instagram works at the no. minute. And um I mean, yeah, you you look at people. I mean, I'm I'm probably still getting the same amount of likes at the moment with 1,700 mm. followers that I was getting with like 18 and a half thousand. So, um, mm. everyone's everyone's likes have dipped, haven't they? And you know, you could have 200 200,000 followers, and you might get 3,000 likes on a photo. It's still small, small percentages. So, mm. um, I'm I'm still busy. You know, I'm still I'm still getting people booking. Um, yeah, I don't have that number at the top of my Instagram, but i'm still i'm still working so it's fine and i'll just cry about it later (laughs) oh i I felt for you so much because we got like i think i don't know if it was on the podcast page or my one where it just a message straight away like hey oh my god just invested in bitcoin it's the best thing ever i'm like (laughs) oh i had had someone that was actually like oh shit that wasn't you i was i was gonna look into that (laughs) oh my god (laughs) don't take don't take oh. advice off of me, man. Don't <laughs> take financial <laughs> advice off of me. Your customers are like, God, I lost so much money thanks to that fucking nigg. I think my customer yesterday was just like, oh, I just 
I noticed that you haven't been posting on Instagram a lot lately. I think like last time you posted was July. I was like, yeah, my account got hacked. Like, <laughs> I thought that most people would see like a, a Bitcoin post in July and then nothing else. I'm just like, oh, oh, he's obviously crypto and he's uh, yeah, he's just on the Bitcoin now. He's a, he's a crypto he just, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> going to go and buy some Done football well. teams. <laughs> I think there, there is also a um a little thing that goes with when when someone's account gets hacked because I feel it's Loads of people like send pictures of their dicks by mistake and go, oh, account got hacked. It's like you didn't get hacked. Huh. You sent a picture of your knob. But I think yeah, like, when people that. say the account get got hacked, there's something mm-hmm. that someone goes, oh, what what have they done? I, I I see that often. It's like accounts don't get hacked. You see people post and say accounts don't get hacked. What have they done? What are they hiding? And that annoys mm-hmm. me as well because there's clearly, especially mm-hmm. on Instagram as well, there's clearly a very poor way to reaccess your stuff if it does happen to you which i know you said that yeah. i understand they have to have security in place and all this shit but i feel like for people and again like you say it is it is just a number so it really shouldn't matter if you've got yeah you, I, I think a lot of people yeah a lot of people will say it doesn't matter and yeah i mean when you when you get down to it it doesn't matter but I guess it I feel of, like if it's your it, because you're a tattooist and because of you sell art and you sell your time based on it's your shop window. I, I don't know. I just yeah. feel like there, there there should be a way you can say, you know, click a button. My my livelihood is dependent on this account. It isn't just it yeah. Isn't just me, isn't just me yeah. and me and my mates on holiday. This is a thing. Yeah, they've created a platform. Um, I mean, I I don't really pay for promotions, but you know, I know there's guys out there that are spending few hundred pound a month to promote posts to, to try and grow their Instagram stuff. I bet so, if, I bet if you, you know, did that, they'd, they'd help you out. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't think they would though. No. I don't think they would because how how would you you wouldn't get hold of them still. It's you'd still have the same route, you know, yeah. to go. Um so yeah they're they're kind of quick to take your money for you to promote your stuff. Yeah, but then exactly. when something happens there, there's no support there. I mean um yeah it's bad bad on their part really but yeah I suppose the only other yeah. thing you can that would that they could do is you know i think people would do it as a as a security mechanism as if if you do make money out of it you know mm. you could have you could purchase levels of support that would be basic you know i mm. i, I g- yeah. give, give you two darts a month and you'll and you but one of the things you get from that is a is a recovery process based on your telephone number and email address or whatever yeah i mean like if you listen to instagram that's free you can have that for free you can have that. <laughs> I, just let me have it for me 400 followers pictures of pets and stuff <laughs> like lucy said um you know that we got to one where they would say okay i want you to uh what was it was it hold up your driving license a picture of your driving license and, oh yeah like mine's um, like right my name yeah my yeah, name and a code and a code um i had one hold up your driving license like to your face like take take a picture and then it comes back straight away like ID cannot be verified. Of course, I've never registered that ID. Like, yeah. so of course, it couldn't be verified. It's, it's not even on there. So it just seems like a lot. You get a lot of. Gen- so I was doing exactly the same process um, to report it. One time I'd get the email, hold your driving license up. The next time, write this code. The next time, something else. It just seems, yeah, hit and miss what you're going to get. But um, I actually don't think it got me in. I think I just remembered remembering my passwords. <laughs> 
thinking about it now because I, I seem to remember it being frustrating because I'd like sent it off to them and they were like okay thanks for confirming this now go to our help center <laughs> and I was oh. like fuck this right what the fuck is my password I just I think it, it was when I got a new phone and it just logged me out of everything and Mick had to help me get back into the podcast page and everything I was like fuck's sake but I think it just sucks more because I so I had basically um sent them my password reset link so obviously I could go onto Instagram now, put your username in, click forgot password, ask for the, the the reset link to be sent to your phone, message you, say send me the screenshot. So I I just willingly sent them mm. my reset. And so they just reset my password, kicked me out. So I think because I was I was trying to help someone and be nice. Yeah. Um and yeah, it, it screwed me over. But now the account's just dormant. There's nothing they, they posted that Bitcoin thing, they sent a few DMs. And now nothing. It's just sat there. Like you can still access it. So obviously on my new account, I've kind of got old account was hacked and then tagged my old account so people can click on that if they want and you know yeah. see older work. Um so it's still still up and running. Like just give me my account back. Oh, so I really hope you get it back because like um, yeah. it's it's sad that we are reliant on it, but it is like Mick was trying to say earlier, and I think I just totally spoke over it, but it is a bit a violation of your privacy, yeah. isn't it? It's thinking somebody's got access to your messages and your dick pics and all this. Like, <laughs> you don't, don't want everyone to have that. Yeah, I suppose that is something as well, the private stuff. It's, it's not just the, yeah. you know, I'm thinking about your, your, your livelihood, your people looking at it, but, you know, you might have stuff on there that is, you know, it might not be, it's not not going to be illegal, but it's also stuff that could get you in trouble if it's pub if it's published somehow. You've been buying I, drugs I, I, and ATMs, something like that. Yeah, I don't I don't really do any of that. So I'm pretty boring. To <laughs> so, um, yeah, we said earlier we tried not to get you cancelled, but maybe Mick is. What's in your yeah, DMs? Yeah, I don't want anyone to know about. Just yeah. but, but I think what I'm what I'm thinking of is just you know it could even be as 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 basic as a conversation with someone your partner yeah. doesn't want you to talk to. And you don't you don't volunteer that you are talking to them, yeah, you know, and they could yeah. read that, find out and say, oh, hang on a minute. And if you are, so, oh, you know, if it was me, I'd say, Danny would hate it if we were talking, but then we carry on. So I've got a copy of your oh, message. Right, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to yeah, yeah. send her account something unless you give me a yeah. few hundred darts or something. You know what I mean? Just little, little pissy things like that, which is of no use to anyone in the world apart from. Yeah those two people that's involved and they if they wanted to I'm, i don't know if they could get that I'm, I'm, i might be just being a little bit too dodgy What's yeah i mean my, my son had it yesterday i got i got an email um last night and uh kind of had my son's name on and it had a screenshot of his desktop of his pc um so i was like what the hell is this i sent it to him and i was like what's this he's like that's my desktop what i had a pdf um and i didn't want to open it and i thought no i'm open it and it was like a letter and it was like um bad news you've been hacked i've gained access to your to your desktop i've got access to all of your webcam this uh you know everything all your data i've downloaded it um what i'm going to do is basically create a video uh which shows you masturbating alongside a, a pornographic movie i'm going to then post out to all of your social media mm. uh friends followers family uh if you don't pay me 1600 dollars to my bitcoin um account blah, 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 um all this so um, and he's just like, I haven't even got a webcam. Like, <laughs> I don't have a webcam. I don't have Facebook. Um, so, I mean, we, we reported it and stuff. Yeah, so we reported it. And obviously, it is someone just trying. I mean, the screenshot. So he he had downloaded something for Warzone. Um, and 
that was on the screenshot, it was on the 25th of the 8th. So they're saying that when he downloaded that, they were able to hack him. But on the PDF, it said that they hacked him on the 9th of August. So apparently they hacked him two weeks before he even downloaded the file that allowed them to hack him. Mm. So, yeah. How did they get a picture of his screenshot then? That's that's the thing. And so, and then we, it was uh, myself, um, my son and his mum all got an email to say that, that email. So, which is why we thought, hang on, they've got a screenshot of your desktop. They've sent it to him, uh, myself and his mum. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's obviously, oh, I don't know. I mean, I can't even work Zoom. I couldn't tell you how, <laughs> how, you, can, how you can hack something. So, uh, yeah, well, it's, it's right. Yes, no, it's... Um, and I mean, even off the back, I, I, when I got hacked on, on Instagram or got stupidly got caught slipping, whatever, I posted on Facebook, like, my Insta's just been hacked. Uh, don't respond to anything. Um, and the amount of comments on that post from random people I'm not even friends with, oh, you got hacked. You should speak to this person. They can recover it. And it's almost like, Hacker or, or scammers trying to jump on the back right. of you announcing you've been hacked. So right? they're, trying to, so... they're trying to scam you out of something else while you're desperate. Yeah, you're, you're like chasing the ambulance type thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, I pay pay me this much money and I'll, I'll get your account back. <laughs> you're hell. probably never going to see it again. And, Fuck me. Yeah, just... imagine that. I say it a lot, but there's got to be easy ways of earning a few quid in there than just being a cunt to everyone. Fucking dick. Oh, yeah. yeah, hacking. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's we've come a long way from just like downloading a Nickelback song on LimeWire <laughs> exactly, and it being yeah. Britney Spears <laughs> instead, and it's taken four weeks to download. Yeah, yeah. Or like the dan- what was it? The Dancing Hamster. Do you remember that? Oh, that was the old school. That must remember, be like I remember the pe- well, there was a paperclip, a dancing paperclip or something. Oh, that was on Microsoft Word. Yeah, it? It, was it? Was like, like, it was. He was there to help you out. I saw that as a yeah. tattoo recently. Look, I've oh, said really? tattoo. Mm-hmm. We, there we go. Hit the coyote. Um. So, if you have listened, and I'm amazed that you're still doing the podcast, if you have listened, you might know that we ask people the same one of the like one question each week, and that is, who would you want to be on a desert island stranded with three tattooers? If you can <laughs> decipher that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, desert island I, I tattooers. Have, I've, listened, I've listened to quite a few. You know, um, I listened to quite wow. a few. I was decorating my son's room the other day, and had it on trying to prepare to come on um, yeah I've, I've been thinking about this this question to be honest because i don't really know like a whole bunch of, of tattooers so um Do, yeah, does I, no one like me no one likes me Fucking really stop it, um yeah Do you know uh, danielle said that you're one of the nicest people in tattooing there we go like she don't even know me. <laughs> I'm oh, oh, no, it was Nick she... Ferrets, actually, not Ferrets. Uh, <laughs> Mick, Mick Ferrets. Mick yeah. Ferrets. <laughs> Is that bloke who hangs around uh, with Keith? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. Desert Island. I would probably take, I would have to take Sadie Glover that I work with because, um, I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd need someone to to bicker and argue with. Like she's like <laughs> like my work wife. So I think everyone thinks that we're together half the time. When she went off to have a baby, um, people come in and say, um, "Oh no, she's she's at home with a baby." And they're like, How, "How's the baby doing?" Like kind of talking to me like it's my baby. <laughs> not, no, it's, it's not my baby. We're, Does we're it look together. like you? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. It looks. It definitely looks. Well, it looks like her. 
Um, yeah, we, we we bicker and argue like we're married half the time, so I probably need that for uh, keep keep me going. Um, yeah, I don't know who else, man. Maybe maybe I take Will Corvaday just for oh, some entertainment purposes. Um, yeah, he, he seems pretty deep as well, so I think like maybe maybe he'd be be entertaining. But I think you probably have some some cool conversations with him as well. Um, and then. No, maybe I'll just raffle off that third, third one. <laughs> yeah. just, do, just do a raffle for it and see who wants to come hang out and uh yeah. Pick who's who's got the best who can who can build stuff and uh yeah, it's I can shout Willie's multiple times a day. All right, you you can come. You can okay. come. We can finally draw someone big, send big, me. Yeah, I'll take Lucy. We can just draw massive penises in the sand. Um yeah. try and get noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh look! Look what the that, tribes so. folk down there do. I'm, I'm sure that that, that, should, <laughs> that might have said SOS yesterday, but now look, they're just drawing pictures of their junk. <laughs> big, big spunking cocks. <laughs> um, so, Mick, yes, Mick with an M. Who would you take? Have I ever asked you this? Well, who would I? What a tattooist? Yeah, you obviously. Obviously, yeah, you two um, in the day. Cohen, really Cha- Cohen-, Cohen Chamberlain. Oh, yeah. Nice um, man. Because he's mate uh, and he's funny as fuck. And probably Nick because he's sat there. <laughs> oh, thank you, Nick. Yeah. Done it. That's embarrassing, <laughs> isn't it? I wasn't, well, wasn't expecting that. Oh, God. Cheers, mate. We, we, we could put our bold heads together and try and yeah. reflect the sun to, to get some attention. Yeah, we could. Um, just like headbutt and start a fire. Yeah, yeah exactly. Spark. Uh, or like the friction YouTube. from the regrowth. <laughs> or you just, <laughs> you could re-growth. make a raft to stick together like Velcro and float out. Just... Yeah, you could you could sit on our backs as we were just joined by the top of our heads. Like that, just your legs what? getting wider and wider and wider. <laughs> plat, plat our, um, our long hair together. Yeah, those, those, uh, those one, make those a one braid. That one braid each we've got. That won't get, that won't get annoying. I need to have a shit. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> well this has been this has been loads of fun thanks mate oh thank you so much for coming on i'm sorry it's been a bit silly i thank think you. we get worse every week yeah i you think i get really worse yeah <laughs> you, if you've listened to a few you must see a deterioration well yeah you, like i said you're uh you're just going through the dregs now you've had yeah. everyone everyone been good and uh i don't yeah. mean guests i mean uh, i meant us <laughs> not, oh, <perfect>. not you. <laughs> <laughs> he's only really got 1700 followers on instagram he must be a guy <laughs> <Fuck him. laughs> have him get, get him <laughs> that's how i that's how i conduct all of our which guests should we have that's what voice i put on for that one Cool. thanks mate that was loads of fun yeah, really appreciate it's it been, it's been awesome oh before you go actually we must I we should organise some sort of bike thing where we'll just meet somewhere central and go for a ride we'll just meet at some sort of like bike cafe and get other tattooers who ride to come and we'll just yeah, I we can feel Mick on, the, Mick on the back Mick on the back I've, yeah. I reckon I don't I think I've still got my, my BMX might still be at mum and dad's bring it it's got real fast behind you bring it Fall off, get knackered, <laughs> wheezing five miles down the road. Mania, getting up. Sorry, you have to go on without me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we we're, we're, we're trying to arrange that for uh, yeah springtime. Yeah, 
we should definitely do that that'd be awesome nice one cool thanks so much for coming on it's thank you for having me you're so welcome and hopefully we'll we'll see you in real life soon you will do not if we see you first thanks bye (laughs) bye bye willies willies now i'm my job's been taken yeah that's the first guest to shout willies first well done it is well done proves you listen (laughs) there you go